Good evening. This podcast is brought to you by Ketamine. Ketamine. You put it in your hole and it will return the favor. Ketamine for breakfast. Welcome to Down by the River. My name is Terrence Hartnett. Uh, this specific intro is brought to you by Chris Ryman. Chris Ryman gave me this new microphone. It's an interview microphone. It's long and skinny like the one that the guy on Family Feud used to have. It's not that skinny. Um, so it's a little bit less embarrassing, I guess. Um, but thanks to Chris for uh, donating equipment to the podcast. I didn't even think of that as an option, but if you have any uh, microphones or um, other filmmaking, recording equipment that you have lying around, go ahead and uh, give it to me. Uh, thanks very much to Chris Ryman, friend of the podcast, previous guest. Chris Ryman is riding the wave. Um, I am still in Austin, Texas. Tonight is my last night in Austin. I'm going to Houston, Denver, New Orleans, Pensacola, then question mark. And if that sounds like a circuitous route to you, uh, you're telling me. Uh, I'm going to Denver uh, to headline an outdoor brewery show. So if you're in Denver, please uh, tell all your friends and family uh, to see me on March 13th in Denver. But I am still in Austin. and I had the opportunity to talk to my old Chicago friend, Dan Piatetsky, and he has a very interesting story. He's been only here, living here for a month. People are moving down here like crazy. That's Austin for you. If you don't know about that, look it up. Elon Musk called it the biggest boom town of the next 50 years, and uh, Joe Rogan said, yeah, and so every comedian you've ever met is probably moving here, or they're texting me about if they should move here. Um, so feel free to reach out, and I'll tell you, yeah, sure, you should move here. Um Anyway, Dan is a comic I knew a little bit in Chicago. We've hung out a lot more now that we're in Austin, and uh, he's living in an interesting situation. He's living with these sort of Burning Man community people, and uh, they have different rules they live their lives by. They don't subscribe to the norm. Burning Man is this huge celebration in the desert once a year, and they don't follow any economical rules. They, they It's a gift economy. They only give um, actually, the guy on the podcast last week was talking about that too. Michael, uh, a wandering mystic, was talking about being uh, a burner, being a burning man enthusiast. Um, it's an interesting way. I'm definitely going to go. Uh, before I die, I will be at Burning Man. So I'll see you there sometime between now and the year that I die. Um, but yeah, this is, a, this is a wild and interesting story about a different way of living Um Dan's a really open-minded guy, and uh, although it seems like he worked to get there. I'm not sure if he did work to get there or not, but he, he strikes me as a guy who used to be more wound up, and now he is very open to whatever comes his way. So we talk about his kind of journey of discovering how this is going to be, and it's a great talk. So uh, uh, check it out. It's going to be awesome. Listen to this. Enjoy. Take it away, Steve. So how long have you lived in this place? I moved in here February 1st. February 1st. Yeah. So you just finished your first month. That's right. Right? That's yeah, right. It's, it's the last day of February today. It, it really feels like it's been roughly one whole year. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like we were talking about how like, uh, yeah, like my last day in Chicago was like we, we had pizza. We were talking about that. Yeah. Like that your last cheat day. That really keto. feels like one year ago. 
But it's been 28 days. It's been 28 days. 28 days later. Because, I mean, the Austin Freeze must have contributed. Yep. The Austin Freeze. Is that what we're, is that what's, what's it being referred to as? Snowpocalypse? Uh, I've heard Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon, not it's, bad. It's a pretty good one, yeah. Snowmageddon, Snowpocalypse. Yeah. The Ice Storm. Uh-huh. It was snow, though. Yeah, Ice Storm is probably the, the odd man out in that group. It was an ice storm that first night. It was, like, freezing rain, like, right on the verge of freezing. Sure. But then it was pretty quickly, it was like snow, and that was the issue. It's too much snow. Yeah. Um, so, all right, good. Um, for the first two minutes, I'm always, like, stressing about... Is it, are equipment. we actually recording? Are we actually recording? Yeah. Um, and we are. Hopefully not. Yeah, ideally, because this has been shit so yeah. far. Yeah. Garbage. So, how did you... Okay, so, and are you... you re- it's month up. to month. It's month to month. And you're renewing? Yeah. You're in for March at least. Uh, maybe maybe I'll just uh, cut to the chase and say like, uh, one time, <laughs> I got an Airbnb in Austin, and I accidentally lived in a hippie commune. <laughs> and here we are. Yeah. In that hippie commune. That's where we are. That's where, you know. This is from Burning Man. This is, I believe, it's previously been used for their Burning Man uh, adventures. It seems like it's not possible to use this thing ever again, I would imagine, but... Dude, if this was... It's so fallen apart, like, if it was... We're looking at an Airstream trailer, and the whole back has been sawed off. Like, if this was in Chicago or upstate New York, like, it would be... It wouldn't last very much longer. Like, things would get in there and start living... I mean, that's gonna happen here, too, right? Things would start living in there. Yeah. It'll get weathered. Yeah. Um... It's an Airstream trailer. They've used it at Burning Man. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know... Steampunk, I would say, would be the style, right? Is that right? I don't know. I guess. It looks like something. It, it looks like something that would be on the set of Mad Max. Classic bullet trailer. Yeah, right. It's Mad Max meets uh, uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, uh, yes. <laughs> it's all torn apart. What, yeah. How did you find the place? This is an Airbnb. So it is an Airbnb. I have it off the books because you know. Um, well, specifically because my brother knows uh, the guy who owns the place. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I struck a deal with him to move in here. Nice. I didn't know. Cut the middleman li- out? What? No Airbnb middleman? Correct. Cut the yeah. middleman out? Yeah. Correct. Yeah, it's cheaper for, for me, and I, I think he is actually making more money. Um, and so I didn't know much. I knew that things were weird because <laughs> when he, he called me, right? Uh, to like set up the situation and he's like, do you want the sun moon, the sun room or the moon room? <laughs> and I was like, let's dive into that. Let's What's your sign? What time were you born? Yeah. You know, uh, let's figure out what room would be best for you. So if you go inside, my room literally has sun room written on it. On the door? On the door. On and the my, door? And my brother who's living with me right now in this place, it's three bed. Uh, he's living in the moon room. He's in the moon room. And then there's a Saturn room. That's the biggest room. <laughs> And none of that a, I made up. It's bigger than a Dodge yeah, Saturn or a Saturn. E- never mind. Easily verifiable. Yeah. Now, why'd you pick the sunroom? Uh, he actually he made it seem like a choice, and then the day I got here, it's for sure no choice. <laughs> yeah. your, brother, your brother took the moon room then. Yeah, I like how you're bragging that you have armpit hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have armpit hair? No, I do. I have plenty. I have plenty. But you're, I'm wearing a tight shirt. Really, and yeah, I you really allowed it. Sup. To, yeah. It's too tight. Too tight. This shirt. That's okay. You look. 
You like vascular today. Go ahead. Yeah, you told me that the first thing you said. Is <laughs> that was the first thing I said to you today. Looking vascular. Yeah. Yeah, I have veins in my arms. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they do anybody any good, but people always say something about them. About your veins. Um, yeah, they actually uh, bring blood. For the various drugs. Yeah, exactly. S- some drugs that are done in this home. Yes, I bet. Yeah. Uh, big. <laughs> yeah. Big K hole household. Yeah. K the K house ketamine yeah. household. That's right. Um, okay, so your brother knows one of them. He knows both of them. They're twins. And they both live here? Do they share uh, the Saturn room? No, Wait. no, no, no. Um, only one of them lives here. Gotcha. Yeah. And the other one is a hippie to be Burning Man. Oh, yeah, he was describing... They're, bo- they're both They're both. They're uh, both Burning Man alums. They actually have... Uh, like, one of them was really into it, while the other was flying planes in the military. Yes. He's a Marine. And then they basically switched lives. The <laughs> other one went straight edge, and the one who got out of the Marines... Uh, went full into the scene. So, the burner scene. The burner dude. scene. That's I met right. a burner in Big Bend, actually. Oh yeah. A wandering mystic. Okay. Yes. Um, that's his. Instagram he literally might have been my roommate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> actually, yeah. No, yeah. He's driving around in a van, so he's not living anywhere. Sure. But he's a burner, and uh, I was like, oh, so it's like a barter economy, and he's like, no, 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 a gift economy, right? Yep. Um, have you have you heard a lot about it? Burning Man. I mean, yeah, I've I've lived here for a month. I've I I know more of the culture than the rules. So like, okay, I don't know the exact. You know, I know that it's like a utopia and you don't pay for anything. And Does all it appeal that. to you? Burning Man. Yeah. Uh, I think I've decided over the course of this month that like, I enjoy being exposed to. You only you're only exposed to what you get exposed to, right? Yeah. So like, the total sum of all of the ideas that could cross your head are only what you've possibly been, like, ha- has been shown to you. And this has been the most new experience I've had in years. A lot of novelty. There's so much novelty. <laughs> Every day is so different from anything that I've ever experienced. And for that reason, like, I'd be interested in Burning Man just because of, like, how, you know, it, just being exposed to new stuff is interesting. Let's go, dude. I Yeah, like, uh, certain parts of it definitely appealed to me. I mean, like, I know you take the good with the bad. You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Like, it would be dusty and dirty. Yeah. It would be cool. I mean, it would be an interesting place to... There's visual art. There, It's beautiful desert landscape. Or it's, like, kind of nothing, right? It's, like, n- nowhere. It's literally in the middle of the desert. It's and nothing. they just set up and tear it down, like, all within a month. And they build, like, the city. Because it's in a place where nobody wants to live anyway which yeah. is why it works yeah it's yeah. government land or something yeah yeah it's like, uh, BLM, i mean right? like the festival i'm sure like pays for the rights to the land you think yeah for the month yeah, yeah yeah probably for the time yeah um so you do want to go yeah i mean i'd i would be open to it it's a massive commitment because it's like you know that's a week well not only a week like you have to bring your own everything it's BYOE. Yeah. It's it, you bring BYOE. Yeah, it's bring your own vehicle, dude. Everybody brings like a, and also you can't just have a car. Your car has to also be like a pinball machine. You know what I mean? Like everything, yeah. everything is six different things. You know, like they this. So the folks that the good folks that have owned this steam trailer thing, steampunk airstream. Yeah, airstream. Yeah, thank steam you. stream. So, um, they have like a event production company and that company owns this school bus that they were gutted and it has like hammocks in it and shit cool, cool. so they drive the school bus to burning man and 
people live in it yeah. and do ketamine in it. Congregate on it, yeah. do ketamine. Yeah. Does ketamine appeal to you at all? Did Not you? at all. I've uh, I've had so many opportunities to do it, and uh, I got really good at saying like, no, thank you. You know. You never even wanted to. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, I'm. I'm I already ate. Thank You're you. You're hard to. I'm full. <laughs> I had so much ketamine earlier, I yeah, couldn't possibly. I, I, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't possibly. possibly. Yeah. So it doesn't appeal, because you seem like kind of a druggy guy. I don't know you that, I can't, I don't know you that well, I don't can't pin you down. The, all of the drugs, so I don't drink, uh, okay. and I haven't for years, and all of the drugs that I've done are mushrooms and marijuana. You like you like pot though? Yeah. Now and then? Yeah. Still? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. I s basically swapped alcohol for pot it's so it's such a healthy you know there's like there's like memes or instagram accounts it's like healthy switches it's like instead of bread use a lettuce it's wrap. literally yeah it's literally like yeah instead of alcohol smoke a half a bowl no problem literally like uh go from drinking poison to having a salad it's so much better okay yeah. um so at a boy way get, to go let's get self-righteous about this what do you think i think that anybody who drinks alcohol is a scumbag yeah. and uh self-destructive and it doesn't matter what they tell you it's not good for you it's bad for you yeah i was talking to a guy yesterday and he goes yeah i'm actually pretty good with hangovers i just uh i have a green smoothie in the morning i drink a lot I of just, water at i night. just take the next day off i don't do anything F no, <laughs> that's what a lot of people do he goes uh, yeah yeah it's terrible terrible ruin your weekend yeah and i go uh how old are you and he goes 24 and i go okay well yeah everything you say is invalid who cares what you sure. say who care about alcohol i don't care the other thing is like the one of the reasons that I stopped drinking is like I'm just not good at a lot of the situations where drinking is the activity. We were talking about this at dinner. You go, if I'm in a loud bar, then all of my fact, everything that's appealing about me it's has gone. gone away. There's nothing. <laughs> it's fucking gone. It's you're a good-looking guy. Well, thanks. You can move a little bit, maybe. I bet you no, can. No, I'm good at dancing. I'm talking. Uh, nice. We're talking about bars where. You're not. No one's really dancing. Yeah. And the music is too loud for you to be which heard. Which is which? By the way, absolutely sucks. Yeah. If music, loud music is for dancing. Correct. And if there should be a, a a room with loud music where you can dance. Yeah. Then you leave that room. Yeah. Austin's great. There's a lot of outdoor play. You can always go outside. Yep. Which is awesome. Like I love a summer Chicago party where it's like the house is crowded, but then the porch is is chill. People are smoking cigarettes. Even before I got dabbled in the cigarette world right. i uh i would go outside people have been talking about how you've been dabbling oh man i i'm i'm letting the kids down i'm having a stick now and then yeah. uh sorry to the people who look up to me as a role model I, i'm sorry sure. say it ain't so terrence yeah say it ain't so um but i love going outside with the smokers because they're having a conversation by the way cigarette companies should literally take pictures of you smoking cigarettes because they would sell so many if i could see someone who looks like he will most likely end up being the president of the united states one day <laughs> smoke like a marlboro red oh yeah like come on that's uh bring it back i, I could still make i could maybe i could make some money on that yeah try to get into some commercial work um i yeah. think you can only do print ads now for cigarettes and i think you can't even show someone smoke I I'm not, there's a lot of rules when people see you they probably just assume that you are a suit supply model yeah <laughs> you know <laughs> i'd love to get i haven't worn a suit in a long time i'd love to i used to run that show in chicago where i wore a suit every week and i loved it but i'm sure one would you know fit real snug on i would love off the rack dan off yeah. the rack yeah. you know 42 long throw it on me Hell slim yeah. fit hit Hell me yeah. dude that's so i could buy cheap suits and they just my parents bought me a shoot off of amazon and I didn't have to tailor it. I love I love suits. Yeah. If I can ring my own 
yeah. uh, bell toot my own horn here. Yeah. Um, all right. So you move in. Mm-hmm. Uh, wh- yeah. T- take me through the first experiences. Oh, okay. Yeah, Talk so to the, me. So the first day is actually a uh, very fitting, d- like, Harbinger, is that the word yeah. that I'm looking for? It, something, a sign of things to come? Yeah, we yep. we committed to using our full lexicon today. So Yes, um, you did earlier, yeah. yeah. Because, uh, what did I say earlier? What was the first word you said? I can't remember. It was a good one, though. Loquacious. No, no. Uh, you were being very loquacious. Yeah. Um, indubitably. Yeah. I said, when you said, let's use the full lexicon today, I said, indubitably, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Anyways. No doubt. Um, so I walk in, and uh, he, like had given me the code to the door. So, yep. I, so I do the, it's one of those doors. Airbnb. I walk in, um, and it's immediately just like spa, like, like acupuncture spa music, <laughs> like stereotypically Asian spa music specifically waterfalls, wind chimes, the like, chimes, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Like, uh, like, uh, <laughs> you know, ambient melodies that are just like, you know, I don't even know. Bait, uh, alpha waves. Yeah. Sometimes alpha waves. For studying, I listen to like an alpha wave. Uh, I have one three-hour track. I just put it on over and over again. Okay, so that's playing. Is, it, is that for some activity? Is something, something being, someone being acupunctured? Yeah, the activity was a nap. So <laughs> I walk in and the guy, Sai, we'll call him Sai. Uh, I've, I've changed everybody's names. Respect. Um, Respect that. Yeah. Um, so Sai is taking a nap and... Uh, he literally, like, I walk up to the couch and he's just covered. He's in 40 blankets. Like, <laughs> he's under, I barely see his face. I, I literally didn't know if there was a person in there because there was so much just, like, luggage on top of him, dude. And so. <laughs> and it wasn't cold, was it? How cold? For sure not cold. It no, was, like, no, 60. He, he just wanted to be comfy wumpy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he was looking <laughs> so. So, he. I finally like see a face, you know, in yep. there. I'm like analyzing, and uh, like he, I guess he could like sense me standing above him. Your presence, yeah. Yeah. So he opens his eye, literally opens his eyes, and he's like, "What's up, bro?" And I was like, Jesus. And I was like, "Hey, man, uh, just uh, just got in, just moving in." And he's like, "Cool. Um, I'm in the middle of a nap. Uh, I'll be up in about half an hour." And, <laughs> and I was like, "Great, you know." So you went to the sunroom, unpacked your that stuff. Works. Yeah. Well, I didn't even know which room was mine. He was, right. I guess I, you know, in his head, that would be taken care of in 30 minutes. But luckily, Ed, the other roommate. Okay. Uh, this was Where his, does he live? Uh, he's currently on a trip. They're all, they're all out of town. They're, they're all, all out of, it's just you two? They're right at now? a, they're at a um, party that is in Miami that is like a Burning Man adjacent party. Gotcha. Like Full a, moon party. A, a spirit, Like a spiritual party. I don't know how else to describe these things. It sounds nice. It's interesting. I bet it's better than a regular party. I mean, I'm sure you'd go and there'd be people who are like, if you're drinking tap water, yeah. you are crystallizing your pineal gland with fluoride. That's correct. And and Open I'm like, your, yeah. and I would check out at that point to, from that person. I would go on to somebody. I, le- I love the gifting economy, freely giving and freely receiving. Yeah. I talked to a guy earlier this year who quit money and he really like, got to me and it was really interesting like it's like people should just be giving one another stuff and i like that yeah like that spirit is encouraging i think Uh uh-huh but then then it comes with all this crap don't you think like what kind of crap have you been seeing what's annoying about it woo woo would be the the word but like that's the thing is like yeah that, that but woo woo is a word is a is a is a thing we use to just label any bad Burning Man adjacent thing. I think it's uh, woo can also be called uh, spiritual idiocy. 
um, uh, spiritual, you know, R word. I don't know if this is a clean podcast. I but hate the R word. Yeah. It's, Thank you. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would never. Austin really okay. is uh, inundated with. I've already discussed this in the podcast, but yeah, you, they love I, slurs. I, I've heard your analysis that people here are just trying to say on like, TikTok. It like things, yeah. TikTok. I, I I literally have 100 comments like this guy's just not funny because <laughs> I'm like, like I'm just become the enemy where I'm describing like anyway slurs and whatever, and they they like saying slurs and I don't like slurs because they're bad make people yeah. feel bad i want people to feel good they well, make people feel bad last night we were at a show and uh what, we you were, and i we were outside yep yeah oh yeah at, at the creek at, yeah the at, new creek yeah exciting at a, uh, club exciting. that hasn't been opened yet yeah. um and the guy on stage i think you were outside for this um i was outside for the entire show so he yeah. said a standalone single word joke uh, I don't know if you're familiar with these, but it's a new type of writing uh, where he just said the N-word uh, as, like, the last thing he said on stage. White guy? What? White guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Uh, he rolled the R. Let's just say he rolled the R. No. I mean, like, yeah, it was a hard R. Um, and, like, no. that... It wasn't even creative. It was like Did it crush. Like you know, you know how Louis has like a really and Sarah Silverman and Louis both have the each of them. I like they have memorable N word bits. Yeah, yeah. And they're both white people, right? Um, sure. This wasn't that. This was just a guy who was like, well, I'll just try to punch him in the teeth and see if that makes. Them oh my god! Me. Yeah, I'd love to see the yeah. set list and some of these freaking jokes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, how'd it go last night? Did it work for him? I'm assuming it was a man. I think some people laughed, yeah, yeah. Yeah, some people laughed. Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's... Anywho, Zol, yeah, like... That's fine. Even, uh, yeah, I'm tired of that. Um, what is the bad... What's woo-woo here? What's bad spiritual okay. idi idiocy here at the Burning Man? So, idiocy is almost unfair of me to say because, like, the fact that I don't believe a lot of the things that they're saying that they believe in yeah. is far less important than the fact that they believe in them, right? Like... Are you familiar with, like, an energy healer or something? Reiki? Yeah. Yep. So, like, if you do that and you're skeptical, it it's work. almost certainly not going to work, yep. right? But if you believe, that's just as important as it actually being a real thing. Yep. As, as the transfer of energy between humans in a healing way being, like, plausible. There right? you go. I respect that open-mindedness. Yeah. And like. So the fact that my roommates believe that like the fact that I'm a Gemini is really important <laughs> and that like I play a role in the in the domestic ecosystem as a result of the fact that I'm a Gemini and also two other Geminis exist. That's the fact that they believe that is just as important as if it were true, you know? Exactly. Okay, you're an open minded guy. Kanye West and Donald Trump, Geminis. You know that? Yeah. Uh, um, that's great to hear. <laughs> two face. That's good news. Two face. See both sides, whatever. Um, three yeah. Gemini's in the house. Three Gemini's. Is your brother a Gemini too? No, he's he was born four days after me, eight years. The oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So he's he crossed he's over. A, to he's a cancer, I believe. Cancer. Is that it? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? Um, I don't. I honestly can't imagine that. Anyway, it makes someone as different as. I mean, like to me, I'm like, I have the same proclivity towards like trying to pin someone down. Yeah. I I'll be like, birth order huge. The fact that you have an older brother, eight years older than you, and I've met him and I've met you, I'm like, I'm starting to see the effect that that has on your life. You defer to him 
he does sometimes like lead yeah. you, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, which okay. eight years eight years older than you. That's because like he that's was a giant. That's interesting that you that you say that. Uh, where where have you seen the leading? I think I don't know. I mean, like we went. To, I mean, it's for, it's probably for sure true. At yeah. di- I can't think of a specific example, but like you know what I mean. Like at dinner, when a decision needs to be made or whatever, you might like look yeah. at him and check with him first. But also you're checking with me. I mean like you are checking with people around you whatever. Yeah. But I can tell that his opinion has weight for you. Yeah, for sure. I mean more than it does for me, obviously. Also I just I think more than anything I know in the cases in which he'll have an opinion. Yeah. And I'm like, well, may as well get ahead of this, you know. It'll be a, yeah, like, yeah. it'll be a it'll it'll be a problem. It won't necessarily be a problem, but it's like, you know, it'll like I already know that an opinion is about to happen. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 exactly, so, exactly. Yeah. He, he's a stronger personality than you are. I would say, uh, potentially, yeah. I don't in know. some situations, maybe? In, in some ways, yeah, I don't know. Are you the youngest? Yeah, of the two of us, I'm the youngest. There's just two of you, gotcha. Yeah. Um, eight years apart, yeah, because like, that means, like, he was, like, now you're basically the same standing. You know what I mean? Like, you're both, like, adults with money, whatever. Right. But, like, when you're growing up, you're eight, he's 16, like, he's a he's a god. He's like a... Oh, big yeah. deal we wrestled uh like eight when i was eight and he was 16 there was a lot of like triangle chokes that and, <laughs> and guillotines and uh all kinds of mma and I, I asked him today i was like i'm sure you got dan into some comedy right he introduced you to music and comedy and stuff like that that just happens probably music more than comedy oh yeah comedy i would say he's probably deeper in being interested in it as a result of me oh, as a result of, yeah you're yeah leading over, I, I would say you're right overall um especially in the early years yeah he you know he he led the way and this is still true he like steps on i'm very good at learning from other people's mistakes and fortunes yeah um so like all of the landmines that he stepped on over life i learned from them as though they happened to me that's Um, great so in, in many ways yeah he does like in theory lead the way um but also like over time it's become more of an equal trade, you know? Yeah. Like, and as you become an adult, how old are you now? 26. Okay. Yeah. He's 34. Yeah. Yeah. Still a big difference, but now it's like more of a, more of yeah, a I, I, thing. I believe that like he, I don't know what like presents or acts or whatever, uh, younger than he is. And I older present a little older. Yeah. yeah right. So like we're, if it doesn't feel all the time, like we're like, I don't feel like I'm talking to someone a generation older than me or something, yeah, right. some shit like that. And right? I, yeah, I would, I think, I think that, that also, that drives with what, I, what I've seen from hanging out with you two. Right. Um, so, yeah, the bad, so like, yeah, how is it inconveniencing you? Also, side note, because you're both, you and your brother are living here. So like. Yeah, but he moved in after the craziness pretty much ended. After the, uh, so he recently moved in. Yeah, so the, the first two weeks I was here really felt like. I mean, I said the month felt like one year, but the first two weeks felt like two years. <laughs> and the last two weeks since he's gotten here have been pretty fine, like pretty standard. Okay. But there was a period where I would wake up every day and every day would be a new adventure. <laughs> and I would experience something brand new to my whole existence. Okay, please go on. Well, yeah, so we've talked about uh, like how the ketamine was, is flowing. So the, they're dailies, uh, they're daily users of the K. That's wild. Yeah. Um, and pot, I assume. No, pretty much K is the preferred. That is there was, so wild. There's a night of K. There's probably multiple nights of K and acid mixed together. Yeah, sure. Um, so I've gotten to I've gotten really good at like you know saying no to it, and yeah. I've also gotten to see firsthand a lot uh, 
what it looks like when someone's on that. What's your opinion on it now? Uh, I thought that you're like totally conked out, and it's not the case. Like, yeah, we've had com- we've had many conversations where they're they are on fully on ketamine. Ketamine, yeah. It's a dissociative. I understand. Yeah, which which from what I understand, like talking to them, isn't similar to any other type of drug group. Like okay. I was like, is it similar to you know these types of things? And they're like, it's its own. It's feeling. not like something on. It's not like it's not like it's not like weed times a thousand. It's just a different no, direction. That's the, yeah. So yeah. it's a, it's its own feeling is how they describe it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, what what was that first two weeks? Of every day's new experience. What was going on? So in the beginning, um, Ed uh, is like, so he's the director of marketing for a, for a company, and it's a pretty good job, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I came on the first day uh, of his job. I, oh. I'm, yeah. And he was like vaping and really anxious and like, and I found out that he woke up at noon on his first day and he Come was just on. like, I can't fuck this job up, you know? So, so, so that was a bid. So I, and bad. then, and then the next few days I was just like, I would work, I work from home from my computer and I, from your computer? Yeah. Not by mail? Yeah, not by mail. I, I don't, <laughs> I stopped sending postage yet. Uh, stamps.com. 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 You hate going to the post office. Take a, take a deep, a, deep, a little break here for a mid, a mid, a mid pod ad roll. Sponsored by, yeah, use the promo code Rogan and check out. You get paid um, more for the mid, mid episode rolls. Yeah, because it's open. actually listenable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, what was I? The first two weeks, um, you're working from home. He had his yeah. job. So Ed is like literally screaming midday, like, like these like manic periods of like an hour or two long, uh, where he's like yelling, he's like, fuck, 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 yeah, 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 and I'm like, good and bad. What is going on in this room? Like our walls aren't that thick. And like, I mean, I'm in meetings for my date, for my job Yeah. and people are like, is everything okay? And so it's like, oh man, the roommates. On yeah. a Zoom call. So I, I haven't I, experienced that. That sounds really hard. So then I found out that uh, he's just gaming. So, yeah, he just has a... On movie. the job. He's got... A, yeah, I'm... I'm. It's unclear if there's more than 30 minutes of work a day. Wow. Uh, for him. So somebody is getting taken for a ride on the marketing... I don't know. I, I hey, mean, let's not... Sure. Yeah, yeah, that's not for me to decide, but... Um, it's more about what what is going on in... Yeah, how is it... How are the off work hours... So, bad first impression from Ed. Okay. And then over time, I just realized like he's great. Nice. So I've been so that was the first one of the first things where like my mind was very much like there's been a lot of mind opening experiences. Yeah. Um, because he, I just realized he's like the nicest, most like uh, warm dude. Nice. And like the first few days, he was like weird and anxious and whatever. Uh, and then since then, he's like, he actually said this about himself one of the nights when they were on ketamine. Uh, he's like a energy rinser is how he called it. Okay. So like people, like no matter what state someone comes to him in, uh, he like washes it off and make like every time I interact with him, I feel more levity. Levity? Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So for a roommate, that's yeah, amazing. It's like, and I've lived with roommates that are the opposite. They're, Same. They're uh, energy uh, jizzers. They jizz all over your energy, <laughs> and then you know. You got to go clean it up. And yeah. then you're covered in the sticky. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, 
didn't didn't think through the analogy. But so you caught him in a bad you caught him in a bad time. Well, so he said like one of the things he does, and it's not consciously, is uh, horrible first impression, and then he'll surprise you. <laughs> and I was like, that is ac- actually exactly what happened. So, so within uh, a couple days, you see the good side of him. Yeah, yeah. Well, for the first few days, he like you know when someone like you see them uh, like many times and they don't ever say your name. Yes. You know, and they're it's like. Yeah, I do comedy, so yeah, I understand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's like, how long have you been doing this? Okay, you're you're nameless. Yeah. <laughs> you're nobody for six months. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Austin's been nicer than that, I find. It's good. Very much so. Yeah, it's good. Very much so. Especially this, like, new scene where it's, like, a Rogan Studio audience. Very. Yeah. <laughs> Rogan Studio audience. Like, everybody's very warm on average. Because they're all new. Like, we're all we're all... Like, okay, the stat that you gave me that blew my mind, which I repeated last night, I think twice, Whoa. was I knew a guy, I was like, I knew a guy, he sucks, I'm just kidding, I was talking about you, oh, I knew a guy who came here a year ago for shows, yeah. did 11 shows in a week, yep. and then he has not seen any of those people since moving back to Austin. That's correct. That is a mind-blowing statistic. Yeah. One guy I've seen. One guy. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I I met some of the Austin old guard last night through Ashley Overton. I met um, Chris. Uh, Chris. I met her last night. As yeah. Well. Really nice. Yeah. And but they are, I'm like I bet the group chat with the old Austin Austin crew is. Yeah. Lit. I I can only imagine right how much salt is concentrated. The in hate. The, in yeah. That group chat. But I've heard that like we he's like I. The guys I talked to were like, I feel the hate. Yeah. I acknowledge it. I understand why yeah. I feel it, and it's okay. I, I got along with them uh, when I was, and I was like, I, I was looking forward to coming back, coming down here, and hopefully like having some, you know, warm leads in the comedy scene. Essentially, like people that I had performed with and done relatively well. Warm with. leads. You perfect. You're a professional. I mean, warm leads is in like for stage time. Right? I know. Yeah. yeah, I know. But to refer them as warm leads is like a, that's yeah, a sales I guess, thing. I guess that's correct. Are you in sales? No. What are you in? Uh, product management. Product management. All yeah, right. it doesn't matter. Thank you. Internet things. Computer. Computer. Uh, I'm a computer. Uh, <laughs> this is the Turing test. Um, so, yeah. No, I was just like, well, here's the thing. You can move to New York knowing no one. Hundred percent. And it's a bitter cold. Welcome. Oh yeah. Right. And Bad. I experienced that. You're dirty. And I'm sure you had something yeah, similar. Yeah, a little bit. I had some lukewarm leads, but uh. Yeah. And nothing. then, so like the yeah the opposite of the of that is like coming to Austin where like, I felt like I had already like I wasn't established in this comedy scene, but like I had done shows with like, many people in the comedy scene, and then I come here and I'm like, where are they're you? all quarantining? Where'd you go? They're all they're all still at home because they are like waiting for the the actual go ahead. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think I, it's like hard to say. Like I I think a lot of them maybe moved away. I, I'm not sure. Like, I heard one thing too where it's like, well, I don't know who books these new shows because like all the shows. <laughs> one guy. <laughs> yeah, one guy. Yeah, all these hit. shows are new. It's all Marty Clark. Yeah, yeah, these new shows. I don't know how to get on them, and I don't know how the mics work. Yeah, and I and they like and he was saying like. A lot of us weren't even doing mics anyway. We were just doing like four or five book shows a week, and that was yeah. enough. Yeah. To work on new stuff, to figure out the old stuff. It's like they're out of that. They've graduated from open mics in their own mind, which I think is, uh, you know, it's its own whatever. That's its own disease. Um, but then they there's nothing to go back to in their mind. Yeah. There's just this piddly shit. Yeah. You know, they view it as piddly shit. I don't I I want to clarify that I feel no bitterness towards uh, these people. I'm just genuinely curious where they are. I know. Like I well, I'm surprised. Like I thought you guys loved 
comedy. I don't see like I'm I'm curious to find out. Yeah. Because I love like I I I I've become I've developed a taste for scene drama. You know, I'll just say that. Yeah. I spent we, my we first. We differ in that way. I spent my first four years in Chicago like dissecting the scene and you know like these people who you know like you know louding these scene figures as a big you know joe mcmahon is such a big deal <laughs> danny callis is a big deal you know these guys are important yeah. um and so i developed things like the, the the scene psychology drama i think is a it's not the exact right word for what i'm into because i like i just like the mechan the social mechanisms yeah. by which they work yeah and so i'm curious as to like the old guard austin new guard austin is an interesting interesting development to me yeah um i have a funny story about uh please. what you just said um like uh, Danny and uh, Joe and Joe um, when I first started first off uh, a, f a friend of the pod uh, <laughs> Gasper John Gasper absolutely love John Gasper so the only reason that I ever did comedy a second time was because so I went up for the first time at power hour I don't remember a second of being on stage not All because right. I was inebriated but because I just like blacked out uh, yep. while I was on stage been there um, and if you're not a comic, uh, it's customary to say good set literally after someone shovels a plate full of penises in their mouth. <laughs> there is no Garbage. meaning to the, to the term good set. Yep. Um, and I get off stage, and I'm like literally coming to. Wow, yeah. Like like realizing like, wow, I just did stand-up for the first time. And then and I can only imagine how bad it was. And Gasper is like, hey, good set, man. And I was like, I literally was like, Really? <laughs> <laughs> it's like saying hello. He probably doesn't even remember that. I think I've told him this. It's comedian shalom. It's hello, goodbye, and it's peace. It's literally that. Yeah. It means nothing. And so I'm like, Did you, do you really mean that? And he was taken off. He was like off guard. He was like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, you seem to have like pretty good like stage presence. Sorry. Pretty good stage presence. It's going to droop. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we'll fix the droop here. And I was like, wow, thank you. And then I just bombed for like a uh, year and a half after that. <laughs> year and a half. Yeah. How many was that? We, part, like, part of the great thing about like, so, and I recommend this to people. Not, I mean, the fact that I would ever give a recommendation is insane. Hey, it's valid. <laughs> is it? Because I said it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything you say is valid. That's how people operate on Twitter. Um, <laughs> the, it's great to do your dog 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 shit time in one place and then leave yes i like, totally agree i did two years in chicago stopped being awful but there was no like my it was clear over years of over the two years of like you know muscle memory for people who had seen me go on stage they'd be like oh god damn it yeah you, know what I mean? <laughs> you can see and, it in the eyes yeah chris Chen used to see like uh he said he, he put his phone down to record and what he hear in the recording is like people being like smoke yeah smoke want to go smoke yeah like, people want to go smoke during his that's set. really funny so he goes i've encouraged more smoking than the marlboro man he's a funny guy um it's a great i mean it's, it was a really funny joke about him not being funny it's kind of an, an interesting <laughs> he is funny chris yeah Chen. he is yeah. So, but yeah, that that reset immediately when I went to New York, which is was the <laughs> why you went to New York desired effect uh, for life. I realized that I had nothing left with Chicago. Like nice. I lived my whole life there. Um, I got depressed there uh, for the first real time, and uh, I had to make a a life change because it was just like yeah, just you know, time to grow and move on and whatever. Nice. Uh, 
brave. Not not for com- not because of comedy. Yeah. I knew that New York comedy was a thing. Yeah. But I didn't move because I needed to now do New York comedy because Chicago was I had already checked it off or something. You've done all the things. Yeah. People I mean like there's a whole there's a whole category of conversation in Chicago, which is like, are you going to move to New York or L.A. and why and how? And yeah, and you need a re- yeah, you need, you need like a reason. A, you need and a yeah. permission slip signed by the head of the scene, basically. You need to be, yeah, like in order for your tra- credits to transfer, you need yeah, like a letter of recommendation. Yeah, the principal has to. <laughs> uh, yeah, and if you wait for the exact, I, I've been a proponent, long time a proponent, is if you wait for everyone, every everyone, the moment who's, will have passed you by a long time ago. Years will have gone and, by, and who's to say it'll ever happen? Years will have gone by. Are you really going to live your life waiting for? Every everybody else to get like what are you talking it's about? a great lesson because you can't be waiting for people to tell you that you're ready for things you need to know also, it like, yourself life exists like what about just do it like yeah comedy is like you know it might occupy your brain most of the time but like are you curious what new york looks like yeah if you are try moving there. just go to move there like, you won't die yeah what do you like yeah it's like it's a different yeah it's another people started in new york too so it's kind of like you can just go whenever you want it'd be diff i actually think it's like it's so much easier for someone who was in my position to move because i had no like cachet in the chicago scene yeah at all like literally zero um and the like if you achieve like local fame like that's probably hard to leave and exactly, you, it was, it's easier to leave if you don't have like honestly like looking back before pandemic, I moved uh, like a year and a half before the pandemic hit to New York. And looking back, obviously, if I had to like you know do it again, I would have stayed in Chicago with my great stage time that I had before I moved. Yeah, you were probably doing like a show every night. I was doing yeah Friday and Saturday was locked in Lincoln Lodge and Wet Cash. That's right, yeah. I had Thursdays uh, every other Thursday was Rat Pack, and then I was and because you're on those shows, how people many just times do you shows. think? I bet if we checked our our Facebook Messenger uh, history, yeah, I've probably sent you like a hey Terrence, like <laughs> just wanted to submit my clip for one of the fucking shows that you run. And I carry no ill will about that, yeah. no problem. Uh, luckily, I was like always backed off on the booking on all those shows. Like I love not being involved in that. Although it's a way to curry favor. Um, but I would be like the vote. I would just, like vote on people. I'd be like yeah or no or whatever. Like I wouldn't. I never would be like this person um which because it's not i don't like being i don't like the idea of being a gatekeeper or being you know like i just that doesn't yeah turn me on although it, i know it turns some people on so mm-hmm. uh let them go ahead and do it but uh i just like to perform you know yeah. what i mean like i'm not interested in being a comedy producer although i've reluctantly become sure. became one sure um any who can we right here at the any who i need to pee so tremendously bad hit it Anywho, we're back. <laughs> we're and we're back. All right, great. Um, let's get back into this household. Let's get. To, let's talk about your experience here. Yeah. Um, and also, if you're willing, I'd like to talk about the girl and the pan- yeah. and, yeah, and your freeze. She, I mean, she's a she's a main character. That's an inter- that's very interesting to me. Um, sure. So your first month, any other big things? You told me you wrote down like you prepared a little bit, which is like uh, well, I, I don't so, want to miss anything you prepared for. So like, one thing I realize is like. I'm grateful for how much I have gotten to experience. It's drizzling. Yeah. Uh, I'm grateful for how much I've gotten to experience in the last, like, two weeks. Uh, I, I thought this around the two-week mark of the month. And it's been... I had to, like, write down what had happened. <laughs> so I went through the calendar, and I was like, what happened on the first? What happened on the second? And it was... Yeah, there's, there's a lot. So um, the Texas... 
water and electricity crisis happened. Yeah, snow apocalypse. Snowmageddon. Snowmageddon. And that was about. It was almost two weeks ago now, right? Uh, a week and a half or so. Yeah. So fully ar- back. We're around fully like back February fifth, I went on a first date with uh, a young woman who I guess I think we'll call her Allison. Allison. <clears throat> and uh, and then I went on, and it went pretty good. And then I went on a second date with her, like about a week later. Um, and then a few days after that, the snowpocalypse hit, <laughs> and I didn't have power, right? And my house was like. 60 degrees and cre- and plummeting towards it was like night it was nine degrees outside yeah so cold it was getting cold yeah it was like my house was in the 50s and you had no water here or did you have water uh we had water but it was like poop water you know like everybody had to boil it was the whole city oh, was on yeah a boil yeah water, true water. yeah yeah i drank some water not a good idea yeah not nothing happened idea. but uh, i have i don't know no so be that hot shower yeah the shower yeah, yeah, part you, of the day yeah you can you can shower um so okay. she uh, calls me and she's like, uh, or I, I think I texted her like my power's out and we had been talking the night before. Uh, and she's like, I have power. Do you want me to pick you up? Wow. And I was like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, so then she picked me up and I lived with her <laughs> for five days. <laughs> So our third date was like a it was like a business week long. Like we that was the that was literally the third time I've met, I've seen this person on in earth. Respect. Respect that. Now going in, you knew I mean like we all I mean I I did the same thing where I was at a place and I was like I'll stay for a night and ended up staying for five nights, you know? So like you didn't know it was going to be that long when you went in. Oh yeah, every day was like uh Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, everybody was hoping this thing would end. Be the last day, right? So she had power and water, and you went over there. Yeah. And she lives alone. She has uh, like two roommates, and I really only saw. Well, no, I saw both of them. Um, But yeah, they all keep to themselves very much. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you get over there, and you have a nice time. First twenty-four hours is like a regular. It was normal, date, yeah. like a normal normal third date you probably had, and then like then we next we like so she's a professor, so she's professor uh, professional professional. Like she also work, she does she has a you know computer job. So you're working side by side. So we're literally like we set up a WeWork in her in her bedroom, <laughs> and uh, and we're both like doing our jobs during the day, and it's like kind of pleasant, like where we like coexist very easily, like. And that must have been a concern. For sure, yeah. Like, will but we but in the first that? day, I was like, "Oh, we're, this is totally fine." Um, and over the course of the week, we literally role played where I was her boyfriend. I was her full on one hundred percent boyfriend, and she was my full on one hundred percent girlfriend. <laughs> like, without really think, we just like went in to those roles. Yeah, you're giving back massages and right, sure, all that cooking dinner, talking about what do you want to eat, and you're talking about it and you're like yeah one day she was like have you the third day she was like have you pooped here yet and i was i was like uh yeah twice yeah <laughs> and and she like she like looked up from her computer and she was like good and then, and then like went back i was like this shouldn't be we shouldn't be doing this yet it's like five months in five days right yeah this is the theme of the podcast is like time warp it's been a time warp yeah. Oh yeah, that's probably part of it, right? Is you had the, the time warp with the with the woman, and also the time warp with your roommates. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just like so much, uh, especially like because I had just been living for 
three months at my parents' house in the suburbs of Chicago right. taking care of my grandpa. The amount of stimulus that I experience in a day there is, uh, I mean, like zero-ish. Yeah, right, like, zero-ish. I'm fully occupying my time with like me invented things. Like you need to, yeah, yeah. You're self, you're self simulating. Yeah. <laughs> and when I get here, it's like, you know, like when you, when you don't come for a while and you just like, uh, plenty of builds up in your, yeah, in your, uh, yeah, which sure. gland is it? Yes. P yeah. Uh, not pituitary or pineal, but, uh, yeah, prostate. You're, you're sure. Um, I feel like I came here and life just started coming all over me. Like I'm just covered every day in like lots of ex stimuli and experiences. And I was just like coming from nothing. It was like startling. I have a very similar experience where like for so long it's like everything's on pause and then you come here and like life is rolling at a normal, if not accelerated pace. Kind of accelerated. Yeah, Feel, it, feels it feels accelerated. it feels kind of, uh, you know, people say roaring 20s or whatever is yes. what's about to happen. I feel like that kind of it's feels already like here, here, yeah. here in Austin. Yeah, of course. So, okay. So normally in relationships, how are you with boundaries and all that stuff? Cause it's obviously, it's like you right away, the boundaries are dropped with this woman. Uh, Allison, yeah, they're dropped. And that's the, that, that, is, that is a, that is a cr crucial issue. Cause it's hard to stand them back up. Yes. You so can't, you kind of can't. Yeah. Right. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, normally outside of this in your past romantically, where have you been at with those boundaries and stuff like that? I don't you know if I've right been in? consistent, but I would say generally like I allow myself to be probably more vulnerable. I'll, I'm, I'm totally comfortable talking about topics that a lot of people probably aren't comfortable talking right, about. Right. Um, Comedy helps with that. Yeah, I, I think so. And also like, Speaking English words is the thing that I'm good at. So it's yes. like, I feel like we're like, no matter what the subject is, like, we'll, I don't feel that out of place. Yeah, you can communicate. I feel way more out of place at a loud ass bar, loud -ass bar on 6th Street where every, where every guy is like standing with their shoulders <laughs> as wide as possible <laughs> doing body language Olympics, like just fucking, I can't do that. I'm not good at that. But if there's words involved, uh, so th my answer there is probably like, I probably, I most likely break those boundaries earlier than the average person. Okay, earlier than the average person. But yeah. this was obviously a shock, this period. Were I you mean, farting it's in front unlike of anything I've ever... Yeah, yeah. there's no relationship that's... I mean, it's like World War II-style dating. Go like, on. Like, you meet each other, and then three days later, you're living together, and then you're married. Like, it's <laughs> like... Is that what happened in World War II? Yeah, my grandpa married my grandma three days after they met. Wow. Yeah. To get her on the benefits or something? Um, military he, stuff? he was in the military and he was getting shipped to Finland uh, by the Soviet yes. Union. Shout out to the Soviet Union. Shout out. And um, they... They were allies, yes. yes. They had to, yeah, uh, at the time. And they had to be married in order for her to be able to come with him. So you had to do that. Right, so it's like you got married. Um, are you farting? I asked you that earlier, but I got Right married. now? No, no. <laughs> with each other? Did you cross that... Border, boundary, the farting boundary, the pooping boundary is a big one too. I've probably broken the fourth wall with this camera more than any other guest <laughs> of this podcast. I, yeah. um, it's just for clips. Yeah, great. The farting. So I have a problem with. I eat kimchi every night. Okay. I am constipated. Um, <laughs> have been for a long time, and kimchi allows me. To, I eat kimchi literally every single night. 
I ate more kimchi than most of Korea. Yeah. Combined. And what, like a jar, a half a jar a night? Where are we at? That's a lot. That's no, a lot. No, a, 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 a bunch of big bites is a lot of kimchi. Yeah, right? like maybe like five to twenty big bites. Yeah, it's a big. Yeah, that's a lot. That's of how much I have every yeah. night. Yeah. And so you. So yeah. I'm I'm going to kimchi right now. You know I'm I'm you know, uh, <laughs> flying by the seat of my pants, which you know has that a benefit of I'm pooping less often. Uh huh. Um, but I'm also farting less. Okay, right. So it was not a big of a not a big of a deal. Yeah. yeah. So so there wasn't much farting. I I try to just like keep being polite. She farted once. Respect. And I noticed it, and I thought normally I'd do a little bit of a little bit of uh, crowd work here, but I chose <laughs> I chose to not acknowledge it, which is unlike me. I respect that. Yeah. Well, right. Because I wasn't because that was a boundary that I for some reason I was like, well, we've crossed every one, but you know this this is where I dropped. It's line. polite. Yeah. So is it was it a loud fart? Um, no, it was a, it was purely smell. Oh, you noticed the smell. I was like, yeah, that's... That's definitely a fart. And weird. she didn't apologize and you ignored it? Yeah, it just didn't happen. Didn't, like it didn't happen? Oh, yeah. that's, you're a sweet guy. Thanks, man. Um, also, speaking of rules, um, I forgot to put the toilet seat down 100 times. <laughs> and I was reprimanded for it every time. So that kind of was reinforcing the boyfriend girlfriend thing because she was like, "You have to put down the seat. This is an all woman household. I know that you live with guys and you you forget when you live with guys. Leaving the seat up is almost a courtesy. It's, it's like here it's you go. You're actually, gonna pee more than often. You're gonna poop. I so leave it, it up. I prefer it. Yeah, me too. A hundred percent. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like I was getting you know slap on the wrist <laughs> were you yeah was that the biggest uh disagreement because i'm sure there's some disagreements happening um i don't know i mean the whole thing is, so she's like a very 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 affectionate person and um i guess i wasn't like ready for that and so there was like potentially like some of the disagreement and th- this has actually persisted is and this might turn into an episode of Loveline now. Uh, <laughs> get in here, Doctor Drew. Um, she like you know, it's like very easy for her to like give compliments and right. and like make me feel good and like physical touch and like. Yeah, do you, know, gen- do you know the love languages? General affection. Yeah, like touch, acts of service. And all. what are yours? You know, I'd have to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but me yeah, too. but I like all of them. I like touch i like it when someone is like you know can we touch hands rest sure yeah i like that (laughs) but it's uh it's it's it would be new for me to it's not new it's just like i grew up in a russian ass household dude cold yeah like emotionless it was was all business (laughs) like so yeah i mean i know that this whole like Like what no hugs like sometimes hugs but like birthday like my parents like my mom compliment she she like uh complimented me on in speeches like when she would give a toast on my birthday <laughs> she'd be like we're we're the most proud of you like you're the like you're the best um 364 days of the year it's like we need you to improve like you're on a performance improvement plan and i'd like you to be a little bit better and I'm doing it way more diplomatically than it was done. But it's like, that's typical immigrant parent shit. It's like, you want your kid to succeed in a predictable and highly, 
high expected value way. Yeah, yeah. Like Normal Russian, way. Indian, Chinese, Korean, like very similar household types. We came to America for you to do better than we did. Yeah, so the, you need to be working harder than we did. Yeah, yeah. The like academic prestige immigrants, they're all similar versions of... When did they, when did they immigrate? 88. In 88. Yeah. So Alex was young. Alex was two and I was zero. I was negative six. Yeah. So he's not even natural born citizen. Correct. He can't be prez. Too bad. Just Portnoy. He just <laughs> Nice. Does Dave Portnoy want to be president? That would be nice. Is he a bar? That a would fit. Guy? That would fit the the pattern. We're gonna have another celebrity president before we die for sure. Oh come it's on! It's the bar. The we're gonna have mostly celebrity. Mostly celebrity. Yeah, I know. Like the Rock. It'll be yeah. Anyway, terrible, terrible, terrible stuff. Um. So okay, so with her, are things going well with her? Like how how did that five day thing affect y- y'all's relationship? It created a heaviness that likely won't be able to be removed like you, you can't really like i said you can't go backwards you can't go back yeah exactly so now when you hang out so it's, it's kind of a shit in. or get off the pot situation it's like either we're gonna date or it's gonna end yeah and what do you think is gonna happen um i'm living i'm living day by day we have day we have daily chats about it and uh there's a chance that she she watches this and i want to respect her yeah um how often do you see her now. sorry yesterday okay uh, she's on a trip now somewhere. She's she's in a different state, but yeah, it's I'm not sure. Uh huh. Yeah, of course. It'd um, be weird to you. Say yeah, it now. I've I've been here for 28 days. <laughs> I've known her for like 23 of them, <laughs> and that's where we're at. But well, so it's I, quite a story. You're never gonna forget that Austin freeze, man. I was I will with, never I was forget this dudes. month of my life. Yes, for sure. Yeah. That's why I feel. That's why I said like I feel grateful. Like. Uh, I was talking to you know Sam Prickett. Yeah, yeah. He he said like a. He's here now too. Yeah, he said like an old Bukowski quote that's just a great quote. It's like uh, it's better to live interestingly than happily. Yeah, I forget exactly yeah. the wording, but I luckily put out to the test. Sam Prickett, he's really putting out to the test. Yeah, well, yeah. we that's why we were talking about it because <laughs> he's he, sleeping in his I, car. I was like, that'll work for you until it doesn't. Yeah, and he's he, sleeping in his car like a regular car. Yeah, yeah. He came over the other day uh, to just like yeah use my house shower. Yeah, yeah. He, good. yeah. Uh, great, like really great person. Yeah, I like uh, Sam. Very, yeah, uh, under underratedly able to go deep. Anyways, um, good, good. Anyways, the uh, <laughs> and everybody's rating. Everybody's rating everybody's ability to go. How deep, deep you go? By the way, the ratings are off the charts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the aggregators? <laughs> Anyways, um, so she uh, like. What was the last thing about her that we discussed? Uh, what you guys hang out every uh, every other day ish or something like that? It was a lot. Well, it was four days in a row. That was and big. so getting back from going from four days in a row to like, well, let's see each other maybe weekly. Right, should be, should be pretty good. Right, like that was that was literally like, oh, so you don't want it? Like it was, but it feels but, like you're pulling away. But in regular life, that's like, oh, great, I have another date with this person next week. Right, it would be no big deal. If it's it's the fourth, fine. The fourth date should be a week after the third date. And maybe yeah. you get two in a week, and it's fun. Once you're doing two in a week, you're making a statement. Exactly. You're saying, I'm prioritizing you in my life. Yes. And my time, I'd yeah. prefer to spend it with you mostly. Yeah, and for for comedians, I think it's like really, that's really difficult, because even like... Yeah, yeah, also we had the added benefit in the case of the, of like the relationship that whatever it was starting um in that 
I didn't have comedy to do every night. Everything's canceled. The whole state was frozen. You over. can't even go to the gas. Most gas stations are closed. Yeah, and I was like, just so you know, like a week from now, like I'll be doing comedy every single night. Yeah, and that's like in perpetuity. Like, yeah, yeah, forever. Like, well, who it's knows? hard to date, who man. Knows? It's yeah. hard to date as a comedian. I mean, that's been it's been covered, but it's it is it's really tricky. Um, oh yeah! Every time. Oh, I've had many. I've had many dates where I was like, "This is fine, but I'd rather be on stage." A hundred percent. And that's a. Yep. You know, useless thought. Uh, well, useful, useful to useful for prioritizing. Useless in the moment because you're basically abandoning any chance of a connection. I know. If you're in your head thinking like, "Wow, I, I could really be working on five more minutes right now," it's <laughs> like you're you just didn't just don't go on the date then. You know. So yeah, I've, got, I've gotten way better at lonely, lonely thing. Yeah, think. I've gotten way better at not, like actually giving situations a chance. Yeah. So during the freeze, the you guys, there's like a fort here. I saw okay, some really interesting so Instagram stuff. Here there's the, two key plot points that we'll we'll have to get to. So the fortnight was a good one. That's one of the two. Um, so the third day is the third day of the freeze. I'm like, I need some space. Uh, can you take me home? And I don't think nice. I said I need some space, but I was like, can you take me home? I, I, was, I probably was like, I need to get some stuff. Yeah, yeah. Have. Going for a night? So they told us that we had power. And I came home and that we had power. So I thought I was like going. Now I remember. I, do, I wasn't actually going to pick up more stuff. I was just going home permanently. they had power. Yeah, it's over. It was over. And then one hour later. So I was like mid-workout. Like I was doing... I was literally doing burpees in my bedroom and the power goes out and then I just finished the workout by candlelight. And then I cooked dinner by candlelight. Like I made salmon with literally zero, like gas stove, gas stove, luckily, luckily. Yeah. Um, and I was like pretty committed to not going back, going back for a little bit because I was like, I need to be by myself for a little bit. Cause it's what I I did was weird. I did that. I did a weird thing with a woman. I lived in oh, a house. Yeah. For, that's weird. I thought you were talking about yourself. Yeah. Yes. No, yeah. Uh, no, you were you were with uh, two comics and you smoked uh, a just, lot of marijuana. Just smoked and uh, played Inglorious Bastards. The you know the game they played where they have a name on their head. Yeah. And, and then to... you guys shot each other in the nuts. Because <laughs> yeah. well, one of them didn't know the German three. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we did three like this. Yes. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I was not, it was like the most, it was the least romantic, uh, time of my entire life. <laughs> it was just, just guy time. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. guys supporting one another. Right. Okay. So you go home, you're here for a night. So I come, no power. I come back. There's like this. Okay. So the word that I use to describe this fort won't do it justice, no matter what I say. So people are familiar with pillow forts. You know, we all did them as children. Oh yeah. If you're white, you did it. Um, Hopefully, other, I think it's hopefully universal. Uh, hopefully other children, but I know for sure if you're white, you had pillow for it's universal. Yeah. yeah. Okay, great. So the the structural, the architectural marvel that was in my living room shouldn't be called a pillow fort, even though it was made out of pillows and drapes. High ceilings, right? You could stand up in it. There's like uh, it was like a tiki lounge. There's a painting that's a fi- it was like an igloo it was kind of shaped like an igloo Ooh. it had a literal door with that was a drape um there was music playing there was lights they used a generator like a gas generator right the power's still out they used a gas generator just to make this fort dope <laughs> like we're playing remember that like ambient like mystical yes. music that yep. i was talking about 
it was like the slightly more upbeat version of that. Like what would probably be played at like a spiritual party or whatever. Like, so there's this fort and then like a friend of theirs comes over and she's cool. And like, we're all just sitting. And so Allison comes over. Oh, cool. I, I tell her like, you'll never like, you'll probably never experience whatever I'm sitting inside of again. Nice. So I recommend you come over. Come on over. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Um, and so she did. So and you I, feel weird. And I was right. You're right. It was on like, like we were just sitting around and, uh, Cy, his girlfriend, uh, and Ed, like we're all like, they're all contributing the to this. No, yeah. no, 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 no. The, the fourth roommate. The two mates. Yeah. The yeah. roommates. Yeah. Um, they're all contributing things to it. Like they built it. They're adding, they're like bringing tea on a tray. Like they're on ketamine. They're <laughs> like the music is nice we're all just hanging out enjoying each other's company they take acid i say no thanks to that as well just didn't you want to smoke pot at least or something i did yeah you did, yeah, nice. yeah well i had to yeah it wasn't you know yeah you're dealing with ketamine heads yeah how is it so you already <coughs> talked like what is it like hanging out with someone on ketamine is it how is it are they worse or well better? i don't know I, I don't know what threshold it gets to but yeah, yeah it's like a it's like a a pretty drunk person gotcha gotcha yeah and they're snorting it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. I've heard it's kind of like. And there's being two drunk. kinds apparently. There's like the A receptor and B receptor. I don't know exactly, but there's like a there's like a head only one and a head plus body one. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> um, but they yeah they just like are people with less inhibition than otherwise, but still totally able to c- communicate thoughts and more like so coherent? than someone on dr- on alcohol. On alcohol, nice. On alcohol, you like that? Someone on alcohol. You do. You guys do beers. Yeah, you guys do beers. <laughs> That's a uh, Nick. Uh, as far as broy things, Nicky Martin. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do beers. Yeah. Uh, as far as broy things, uh, like one of my favorite like fratty isms is like let's delete beers. <laughs> like whenever I hear like a, a group of chads say something like that, I'm like, that's actually very witty. Like I, I really enjoy. Come over and delete some beers. Yeah, let's delete some beers. Delete some Lacroix tonight. Yeah, I, I'm. Yeah, I'm just deleting. Okay, so the fort was fun. Did they embrace the woman that you brought over? They were nice to her. They're they're the kindest people. They they welcome everybody with open arms. Yeah, I, so, I would so, like it. So Sai. When you meet him for the first time, he will give you a hug that's minimum 10 seconds long. <laughs> it's that type of group of people. They all will. And they're like, they're like, they'll make you feel like you're the most interesting person on earth. They're like, uh, oh, so tell me about, oh my God, that's am-. like, you know, cool, it's like cool. full, fully present and fully invested with pretty much everyone they meet. How does your snark fit into to that? So they think it's funny. Uh, uh, like I occupy a role in that group that yeah. doesn't exist. And I was like, yeah, I was basically like, we, we've had this discussion where I was like, you guys like just having spent time with you, like through osmosis, like I will probably be like over time, a warmer person over the course of my yeah. life and more open-minded. And hopefully you guys will be like a little bit more cynical and witty. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like, like if someone says something, so I'm not even stupid. that cynical, but like, yeah, yeah. Ar- around them, like, the topics they're talking about are like so preposterous in, in certain situations. It's like I have to restrain myself to, <laughs> not, to not say something funny. And they're not like you know, negative quips. They're just quips. Um, yeah. So yeah, we got along like really well. And 
that's part of it is like I would go home and I'd be excited to see my roommates and just see what was going on. At yeah. The one house time I saw you out and you're like, I just can't wait to go home and see what the living room is like today. Cause it's going to be different than it's been every other day since I've been there. The living They're room changes every day. What's the dance studio situation? Uh, the garage? Ed, Ed is a professional Zook dancer. What kind? Zook. It's a Brazilian type okay. of, it's like, you know, not salsa, not bachata. And you have a huge zook. room with like one of those dance floors. Yeah, there's a full-on dance studio right there. Yeah. And he has lessons throughout the with day. A, oh, okay. So yeah, it's, he, it's there for a professional situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and there's a bed in there, although no one probably sleeps in there. Yeah. Well, so Sai, who owns the place, um, he, his whole thing is like, I want to make this a community. I want to make it like a WeWork. And I'm like, dude, it's kind of just a house. And so, yeah. like, you know, like, because yeah. to me, he's like, He's like pitching all like there was a little bit of resentment because I left and I went to Allison's house for a few days. And Sai told me that he was like kind of like looked down on me that I abandoned the commune. Wow. He literally said that. And in an open way, in the best way. Yeah. He's like, I want to tell you that I had this feeling. And then I also want to apologize for it immediately. (laughs) And I was like, that's nice. Like, you know, everybody has thoughts. You don't have to apologize for your thoughts. You don't get to choose your thoughts. That's a whole nother thing. Free will doesn't exist. Um, (laughs) The... But the other thing is, like, he felt the need to, like, release himself of that energy, I yeah, guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rinse he, it. Yeah, he rinsed it. He rinsed himself off. And uh, he was sparkly clean right after. Now, yeah, how does, like, in what ways is it a commune and not just a communal living space like any other four-bedroom apartment would be? I don't know, the, I don't know what a com- the setup of a commune is. Like how much sharing is going on how what are the rules for the common yeah spaces? it's not it's not like a kibbutz we're not a we're not on like an israeli kibbutz but i bet you could borrow peanut butter um every so it is an airbnb property okay so that every cabinet is labeled like guest a guest b guest b guest c okay. but like right now there's no airbnb people in here yeah so yeah i'd be like ed can i have like can i use some of your coffee grounds like yeah but that's like pretty standard roommates. It, yeah, right. It's not like the commune part is the sharing of time and space more than stuff. Yeah. Okay. So you do hang out with them. Yeah. A lot. Nightly. Yeah. Like pretty much every night I would come back and just allow the night to take me, which is unlike me. I don't do like historically, if there's anything that I've like been wishing that like, it's just not natural for me to like allow the night to to go wherever it goes you have a plan i don't necessarily have a plan i just like at some point i'm like all right i'm gonna go home now but but the nice thing about being at home already was like i could just stay and and i realized in in the moment like i will not have the opportunity to experience this probably ever again so i just want to be around these people yeah i respect your approach to this um, the open openness which with with you with, with with which you approached it. Um, what have you what have been your past roommate situations? Well, in New York, it's like revolving random door. people yeah, and yeah, yeah classic New York folks, thing. Yeah, about Chicago. Uh, I lived with my college. I lived the first year out of college with like three people, and that was basically a post college year. And they were friends yeah. of yours already, and you yeah. hung out. Yeah, and then the next your year, friend group. Yeah. I moved in with one friend, and that was. The, the path, the, the beginning of 
adulthood. Yeah. yeah. I like being friends with my roommates. I like having, yeah. like, a, I don't think... Oh, I, it's it's new to me because I haven't had it in New York. It's great. I, I don't think I would ever go back to living by myself. I'm, like, I'm wired for oh, really? uh, wow. group. I'm one of four boys. I shared a room my whole life. Like, I like... Like, I go home to... I love going home to Noah, <laughs> hang out with Noah Noah for a while. Kevin Lopkovich, also in New York, is great. But I lived, I've lived in Noah Rockland for, like, six years now. And I just like But you don't ever crave home. to just, like, walk into your house, take off your clothes, and just, like pour gasoline on yourself and just walk around <laughs> like without the 100%. feeling that someone else is gonna walk in or anything 100 i had that feeling where i walk in and i'm hoping no one's sitting on the couch when i when i walk exactly in. i'm hoping to just decompress so there's a way to guarantee that yeah yes now i i think that's a shitty trade for um companionship cause, yes because like um yeah, i think like you know one out of ten times i want to be alone and the other nine out of ten i am alone and I shouldn't be or like even like my instinct to isolate is self-destructive you know what I mean like uh, I, see. I always say I I, uh, I need to be around people more than I want to be around people yeah like I I find that like the disease is the cure you know you, you're sure. you're home alone and you're worried about social you have social anxiety and the cure is to go see some people who like you and are willing to see you in a bad mood or like a shitty mood you know yeah. what I mean like um that's part of it for me is like I'm afraid like what I, I can't go and play the the Terrence Hartnet that I'm used to playing out there yeah you know what I mean yeah Upbeat. I can't perform I can't yeah perform exactly um, but if I it's it's a blessing and roommates they end up being those friends that you yeah. can be like you're off you know backstage quote unquote backstage with them you can yeah. be like I'm just not ready to be you can drop the like charisma and everything yes right and like I'm tired Which for you seems very like you're you seem a naturally highly charismatic I like it I like person. it yeah, yeah I like it I mean like that's the way I like to exist it's, always, it's not even like I'm doing it for them I'm doing it for me I want to be that person to other yeah, people yeah 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 um, I don't feel forced into it I feel like yeah, I liked having the people to be around. So, yeah, roommates to me is always a good yeah. thing. So, how long are you going to stay? What's the future of this There's situation? There's a second plot point, the last plot point. Hit me. Okay, so the night after the freeze actually ends and there's <clears throat> there's like actual electricity in my place long right. term. Thursday, Friday, right? Yeah. It was started I, on Sunday. Right. So, I leave Allison's and um, are we going long already? Yep. Okay. I'll, I'll, Go make, ahead. I'll Go make ahead. it the faster version. So they tell me that the night that I came back for the fort. So basically they're like, you like you missed out on a week of growth for us. And I was like, growth? What, tell, like, tell me more. And they're like, why don't you take a seat? And Whoa. I was like, okay. So they start telling me the story about how, and there's like a lot more, like I had to pull a lot of this out of them. But basically... Steve went through a transformation. Okay. Uh, who's Steve? Um, He's one of your roommates. Yeah. It's, it's so one of the one of the people went through a transformation, and <laughs> I just said a name that I wasn't gonna. Uh, gotcha. Yeah. So one of the people went through a transformation, and uh, it was assisted by um, like a heroic dose of ketamine. Gotcha. And so the um, that happened the night of the fort. So I had already gone to bed. Uh, Allison left, and they were up till like six a.m. on ketamine and acid. And he tells me about how he like saw a different plane, which is a, a thing that you could say about mushrooms. Yeah. He like saw a different plane. Basically, he's now con- he's now confident 
that he's able to see other dimensions. Yep. Which is a power that he always thought he had. Um, and it's not so much, he can like, you know, read situations with confidence. He called it in his power. Um, and like almost see the future. And this is another situation where it's like, it doesn't matter if I believe this. Right. The fact that he believes this is far more important. It's a big deal. Yeah. It's, it makes the whole thing worth saying. Okay. It makes the whole thing a thing. And so when he wakes up from this heroic dose, uh, he sees his girl, Anne, with Ed, and they're like having a moment. Okay. And in real life? In real life. In this plane? Yeah. In real life. They're like dancing outside of the igloo thing. Yeah. And so he senses that something romantic happened and it's confirmed. And him and Anne had been working on an open relationship okay. already. And his hand was forced. Like, Whoa. So, so Ed and Anne were basically like stopped themselves before things got like too heavy like they didn't bang or anything sure. but like basically the way they described it is like they now have a relationship that is far deeper than friendship is how they explained it to Ed me. and Anne yeah okay and so the growth was Cy the his uh, the, you know Anne's boyfriend Anne's boyfriend the head of the household here like basically going from like rage to understanding that that's pre-programmed to questioning why is that my pre-programming yep to uh to like now choosing love instead of fear is how he described respect. it respect respect yeah. that so they chose love instead of fear and they talked it out and they basically got to the point where everybody felt heard and safe and they're now in a love triangle. Oh, like they're okay with the love triangle. My roommates are dating each other. All of them. <laughs> it's not going to end well. My first thought. So, you know. How do you feel about it? Lovely. It's interesting at least? It's so interesting. <laughs> Couldn't be more interesting. Are your roommates in a love triangle? No. Okay. Well, two of them are dating. Great. Um, no triangle. Great. Um, much more boring when just two of them dating. It's like, yeah, great. You're in love. Who cares? Yeah. It's hard to see love up close. Um, yeah. Now, okay, that's been just a couple of weeks. Have you seen any development on that front? Yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of growing pains. Yeah. Um, Already. Yeah, it's like... Long the, month, as we discussed. There's friction with like... <laughs> There's friction with, like, I read Sex at Dawn, and therefore Same. I believe that... I'm not saying me. Like, I actually have oh, it, but gotcha. I, I know the premise. Uh, like, they did. Um, I want to be willing to be in an open relationship, and yet I am not wired that way. Yeah. Is there virtue in arriving at that? Am I going to get a trophy for that? Or, like, basically there's there's a lot of friction to get there if you're not naturally there. Oh and, yeah, dude. and so and it's it's made some folks in my household look very very exhausted. It's tiring them out already emotionally for sure. How have you seen that manifest? Uh, just like low energy, like just just it's very clear. Like walking around, having like one on one conversations with each of the two, 
talking it out. Are like, they being open with you about it throughout? No, because I think that like I think the night that they were open with me was the high point, and I that was like when they felt the most like oh yeah like this is a utopia this is exactly what we've been looking for this is yeah. perfect yeah and then you know the k wears off and it's like kind of don't want to share my girlfriend right now <laughs> yeah the animal comes back like yeah. i'm still you know a human being who wants so, to reproduce. yeah yeah and the entire time they were talking the way that like they communicate is so engaging and they think in such a different way yeah. from either you or i um because they come from like a like the fact that like he's a Gemini will be referenced in a rational argument for why this is like you know and so it's so compelling I was like if you guys recorded what you just told me like people would listen to it yeah yeah I bet it's compelling it's so interesting yeah and so Let's bring them out here. Let's get them out yeah. here. Um, all right. Hey, hey. <laughs> now that we've established a nice base, let's yeah. talk to all three of yeah, them yeah. now. Um, that's wild, man. Do you? Does that make you feel uncomfortable? You seem so comfortable. You're a comfortable guy. Oh, I didn't thanks, know that man. about you before I met you here. Thank you. Um, I, I appreciate that. Sure. It's a very kind compliment. The situation doesn't make me feel uncomfortable now. Good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what value would that have if I just indulge some, some disc like some great question, you know? great question, and uh, people if don't I ask if that I enough. feel discomfort in the situation, like you know, that might be an emotion that like happens in my head, but it's I'm, based I'm on I'm not yeah. gonna follow it. It's your problem, yeah. Yeah. Um, was Alex here the whole time this is happening? No. Okay. He where'd he go? He was still in Chicago. Your brother. Okay. He had he had to finish a few things up, so he kind of. Uh, tailed me by like three okay weeks. so he just recently got he literally here. he literally missed the craze the crazy right after the after the snowmageddon okay yeah wow so he's pretty new to austin as well yeah but he lived here through most of the pand like the first half of the pandemic oh gotcha and then went back okay gotcha. yeah. okay which by the way we're six uh we're one sixth of the way through so one sixth of yeah, the, yeah. For six reference. more six more years six <laughs> more, yeah <laughs> we're about to be the yeah core anniversary is coming up how are you gonna celebrate core anniversary quora Oh, okay. uh, quarantine versary, yeah, lockdown versary. That's pretty good. Nice. Um, God, terrible. Uh, so, okay, wait. So, yeah, do you think you're going to stay here? Alex is thinking about buying a place, is looking into he's, it. He's trying to buy a place. Um, Your brother, Alex. I would love to um, also, um, but I'm not going to do it solo. But if you if you would with me. Um, he won't do it with you. Yeah, he won't. Um, <laughs> so that's not going to happen. So I might. Uh, he might be my landlord soon. I might be nice. paying him to live at his place. Yeah. And then uh, this place actually gets demolished uh, on April fifteenth. Really? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Why? Because they're building a hotel on top of it. Oh my god! Yeah. So the guy, the oh, owner, here's a great. Here, here's tell a, me. Tell here's me. A little little anecdote. A quick one. This will this will give you an idea of of like the character. Um, Sai, head of household, gets the call that a uh, hotel is demolishing this on April 15th. He was already expecting this call. Because he... So he, he didn't, did, know, the, he didn't gotcha. know the exact date. Gotcha. But they're like, the 15th is the day that you got to be out. Okay. Probably he made money on this place, didn't he? I'm sure. Probably, yeah. I, I'm not sure. Great location. I imagine, yeah. Um, and so he's like, great, that's... I got it. Um, and then the person building the hotel is like, by the way, I know that you're in the art scene and... Uh, and like you are connected with all of these visual artists, 
I need people to paint murals on the outside walls of this hotel. Whoa. And if if you could help, that would be cool. You know, like just like an offhand thing, right? Yeah. This became I think I told you this at dinner the other day. This became the most important thing in Sai's life at that moment. His <laughs> life had changed at that moment, and he had a new purpose. And that's truly how he lives, like, every day. Like, he allows himself to fully sink into every single thing. So he's, like, pacing around. He's like, all right, I got to make a website. It's going to be a community for muralists. Like, they're go- we might have, like, an altcoin. We might have to create, like, a cryptocurrency for this. Why and, would crypto be involved? And, yeah, and, wow. Uh, well, crypto's always involved. And yeah. uh, with all of his ideas. He is, like, a... Joshua Tree like tripping base camp that uh, is set up in, in at Joshua Tree and he wants to create a coin for that too. I don't, I don't know. Um, Hate money, love crypto. Fully the- consumed him, and then his girl was like, "Are you sure this is the most important thing you should be working on?" And he's like, "I can't let this opportunity pass me by." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they'll pay him a little bit of money, right? I'm sure the muralists will make money on the hotel. Or I think whatever. it's quite unlikely that he would be able to. M- make a living off of this one time no help me find a muralist no of course not it's a gig yeah it's a gig at best but uh at best you'll get a referral free yeah yeah Yeah. exactly yeah 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 Yeah. a finder's fee for the for a muralist (laughs) i'm not sure that you're gonna have a a steady income long term yeah with also a cryptocurrency attached to it yeah that's it's it sounds manic yeah it sounds manic this is a very important thing this is so important right now it's very important it's a good word i would Um, agree with that word yeah, I've been called medic before, so I, it takes one to know one. Same. Um, so, yeah, so you're not going to live here after April. You probably stay there, stay here until April then? Um, I'm going to stay here until I have another place. Yeah. Or until the bulldozer smashes through my bedroom door. Wow, man. Yeah. Wow. Wouldn't that be fitting if yes. I'm literally here until the day that my, like, you know, the Kool-Aid guy just smashes through my <laughs> bedroom door. That would be the way to wrap up. I would write it out. I mean, I think it'd be cool to see them process how this place is going to transition to a hotel and see, like, how they thank the space. I could live in they... the foundation, yeah. <laughs> well, I think it'd be cool to just, like, yeah, see the ending of it. Because yeah. it's going to, how long have they been, how long have they been here? I don't even know. Seems probably a while, it seems like. I don't like. even know. A... I almost want to believe that, like, the play started when I got here. Yeah, you know yeah, like, exactly, yeah. They're like, all right, for one month, we're going to do some crazy shit. Yeah, right. We're going to be Dan's psychic guides yeah. through the we're future of his energy, life. We're going to talk energy. We're going to exchange healing. We're going to talk, like, pseudo-philosophy. Have you picked up any things from them? What have you... So what, the what will you take from them? All right, so a lot of the ideas that they believe in, and I've thought this forever... Um, like, have like being someone who meditates every day. Like, be, like being someone who, um, like I have read everything that Sam Harris. I don't know if you know who that yeah. is. Everything that he's written, and I've listened. Like I listen to his app every day. Um, I've read things about Buddhism. Like, there, like, you arrive at a lot of the same concepts and yeah. learnings. They're just called different things. They have different like references associated with them right different mythological tokens you yeah mean, like yeah there might be more woo associated with it the right. way that they do but like 
it's kind of the same place. Like if you're like really into Ramdas for like, yeah. you might arrive at a lot of the same places that they arrive at. It's just theirs is assisted by astrology and ketamine, and you're you believe in a guy who thinks that everything is one, and then Sam Harris thinks that consciousness is the only thing that there is, and your everything else is an invention. So right, it's like, but all of them are like, yeah, take twenty minutes and just kind of exist in yeah, your day. Yeah, and, and like in gratitude, it's like you don't need to be grateful to like, you know, a, a god or a deity or an energy. Just be grateful. That's just it's just biologically good for you to be yeah. grateful once a day. Mental health wise, definitely. Yeah, like, definitely. like Sam Harris would be like, no, no, we're doing MRI based evidence. Yeah, that meditation is changing your brain for the better. Yeah, and they're like, no, MRI, blah, like, but they come to the same conclusion. Exactly, different paths of the same up the same mountain. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which makes that that that's encouraging, isn't it? That it's like there's so many different truth. Like, people are way more similar than they think. Yes, they just have different words to say the same things, and that's it. Like yeah. it's, yeah, people that's like that. Yeah. Maybe that's one of the things that I've taken from this is like, these are like some of the best people that I maybe wouldn't have given a chance in a different context. Yeah. You I would have thought, Oh, those are some blue haired motherfuckers. Yeah. Like, like that's not for me. Like I'll have nothing in common with them. Yeah. But like having lived with them for now this time, it's like, no, we're, we're at the same place. Just did. Yeah different branding what's alex's opinion of them i mean uh, like probably a little bit less um <laughs> appreciative and a little bit more uh uh sardonic maybe yeah that's i would have guessed yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah but you know the it's not it's not for me to like you know tell everybody how to view these people it's, right. i'm just i'm just sharing my my experience is the only thing that I have. Very cool. Very cool. Thank you so much for doing this, Dan. Appreciate it's been it. really fun. Is there anything I, that we you do forgot? Good? Did we, we, do? Did, we did great. Hell yeah. Is there anything that, that we forgot you forgot? Anything that you, any story that comes to mind about the girl, the five days, the Probably, roommates? but I'll yeah. I'll remember I'll like text you tonight. I'll be, right, I'll, I'll, be I'll be like, fuck, we we really forgot there was a dragon. There was a real <laughs> life dragon. Uh, this it was real to them. Yeah. Um See, that was me being dismissive. Sorry. Um, any so any call to action for the audience? Anything you want them to know? Call to action. Yeah, like I like this as a you be, know like you'll do your plugs and stuff, whatever your plug is. Be or, present. Be present. Great. And then where can I find you online? Where, where, where can Dan we, P Comedy. Dan P Comedy. So you know, you know the spell that that atrocious last name of yours. That's right. I have yeah, a Dan stupid stupid last name. That Dan P Comedy is probably pretty hard to get. Nice job, dude. One time someone called me up on stage. And they were like, Dan Piatachki, and uh, and I went up. My last name is Piatachki, yeah. and I went up on stage, and and they were like, Did I say that right, Dan? Dan? And I was like, <laughs> 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 That's either a really good bit or just a funny thing that someone. No, that's true. That, that, that happened. So that funny. that happened since I got here. That is so. Did I say that right, Dan? <laughs> yeah, people in Texas. Yeah, I was like, You're overthinking it, man. <laughs> You're focusing on the wrong thing. Yeah. That's great. Um, Dan P. Comedy, Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. All right, bro. This is really fun. Thanks a lot for doing it. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Burning Man. Sounds like it's pretty cool. I'm going to go to it and I'm going to quit school. Um, Thanks to Dan. 
Pytetsky. That was awesome. And uh, check out his last name uh, pronunciation uh, on this podcast. Uh, I think I did an okay job. And uh, Dan P. Comedy, as he just mentioned, is his Instagram. Um, funny guy. Catch him live in here in Austin. And uh, thanks for listening to the podcast. The logo, of course, designed by our very own Rudy Schultz. He's a graphic designer. And the theme song, as you know, is by Steve Gerard, musician extraordinaire, comedian extraordinaire. Crown Blue Music is his project. Check out Crown Blue Music. It's different. It's interesting. It's fun. Uh, it, the short, very short songs. You think songs are too long when they're two and a half minutes long? Great. Crown Blue. That's music for you. Um, I'm going to be in Houston uh, next week. So if you're in Houston, hit me up. Uh, I've got some shows. And then I'm going to be in Denver on March 13th. New Orleans, uh, early April, and then uh, I'll be at a wedding in Pensacola on April 10th. So check me out at the wedding. Um, Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll catch you next week. Bye-bye.